0: astrology. It's the ancient phenomenon of how celestial bodies have influence over our lives. It's been around for 1000s of years. But is it real or just superstition? Is it based on science? Or is it just a bunch of hocus pocus? Join me Scott Randall and my friend Sarah Hartshorn as we embark on a journey to uncover the truth.
1: Scott i've been studying astrology every single day for the last two years and i'm convinced astrology is real
0: and i've always been a skeptic i do think astrology is interesting and can offer good introspective advice but i'm more inclined to think confirmation bias is at play
1: so you feel astrology is nothing more than confirming what you already know is true in your life and ignoring what doesn't fit
0: close enough the only way i'll be convinced it's real is a true blind experiment
1: you are such an aquarius
0: so we're here trying to explain what this show is going to be and how we're going to test astrology is bringing two charts to sarah every way every week i think this is going to be a weekly show and a guest And Sarah's going to study these two charts ahead of time, meet our guest, and decide which chart fits them. Sarah, what kind of information are you going to get from these charts, and how does that even work?
1: So, basically, you're going to give me the birth chart of our guest. Uh, That's basically like a chart of where the planets were at their exact time of birth so you're going to give me one their chart and then like a random chart that you just made up and I'm going to like study them a little bit and then I'm going to kind of come up with like a profile on this person Um, and I'm going to share that with you and then we'll bring on the guest and uh, interrogate them (laughs) Uh, and uh, no we'll be we'll be super friendly but uh, basically we're going to get their life story and ask them some deep questions and um through that those questions i'm hoping that they will reveal to me um which birth chart is theirs
0: and at the end of the show sarah will be asked you'll you'll be asked to choose one of those two and i guess we'll check in with the guests and see what they think and the listeners of course will have access to the charts And uh, they can play along from home and see if they can guess it too.
1: If you go to astrodetectivespod.com, I'm going to put the charts up there every week of the the episode. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes. And I'll also put uh, Scott and my chart on there as well, if anybody wants to see our astrology charts.
0: And if anybody's curious, where do these two characters come from? To meet up and be doing a podcast like that we did meet in screenwriting class in college, and I think that comes from both of us enjoying storytelling and looking. At life and wanting to find meaning from it, maybe in a creative way or, in the case of astrology for Sarah in a factual way Sarah do you find that do you think those two relate in uh, astrology helping making make meaning out of life.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, and just to be clear, like, astrology, my view on astrology is I feel like it's, I don't know if I would say it's a science, because, you know, I think, but it's definitely a phenomenon. I like to think of it more like the weather, like, here is a prediction of, you know, what's going to happen, and it may match that pretty closely. But I think, um you know, the more information and insight you have about yourself, you know, knowledge is power. And so that can help you, um, only better your life to get some, some, you know, unbiased perspective on yourself and, um, and what to expect out of your life and where your life's headed.
0: I can see how that could be useful. Yeah. Does it? apply to each individual though specifically or is it just in general good life advice and that's where i sort of come from
1: yeah i feel like it's very specific to the individual because this advice that i would give to one person based on their chart is not the same advice that i would give to another person um least that that's what i have found
0: yeah, and I guess we'll talk about this more in the episodes, but sometimes advice can, different advice can be given to different people or you know, different personality traits can be brought up and mentioned to different people, but they would still fit both people. Like, you know, take just in general extrovert and introvert. I feel like at times we can be either one. We can lean one way or another, but sometimes we're introverted around some people or some situations and sometimes we're extroverted. And so if you were to tell me, Scott, your chart says you're an extrovert or Scott, your chart says you're an introvert, I would feel like either one of them if, when you told it to me. And that's where my little my little confirmation bias needle goes off is, is like when we're describing someone to them, it sounds like, yeah, that's me, man.
1: Well, to me, when you say that, it sounds like you think we're all exactly alike. You know, like, do you think, for example, like the two of us, do you think one of us is like, yeah, you and I, at times, based on our comfort level, might be more introverted or extroverted, but predominantly, which one of us do you think is more extroverted and then if you think of some of our friends who are even more extroverted you know it's like a a scale so you know in my view I feel like I'm a little more extroverted than you are at times and but predominantly more do you agree with that or no
0: I don't know I feel like in different ways like I would, if I was going to make the case, I could make a case for each one of us being more extroverted. I would say, oh, Scott's done commercial acting, stage, musician, performing in front of audiences. Like, there's an extrovert factor to my life that I could play up. But I could also say Scott really likes his alone time. Scott meditates. Scott does like quiet retreats on his birthday. And that would be me making the case for introvert, introvert Scott. And that's, I, and I don't mean to say everybody's the same, but I do think when you mention a characteristic to somebody, their mind agrees with that and it brings up all of the parts of their life that match that. So if you were to say, Scott, you're an introvert, I'd be like, oh, I am an introvert. I, That's how I feel right now awesome. because you said that. But if you told me I was an extrovert, I'd be like, yeah, I sure am.
1: Well, so, yeah, okay, that's a really good point. You talking about you doing the acting because, yeah, that is something that I would not be comfortable doing. I don't like being on camera in front of people. I don't mind being on microphone, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, being in the limelight on a stage scares me. Um, and for any astrologers listening, <laughs> scott is an aquarius sun with a leo moon so there's that dichotomy right there between an extrovert and an introvert <laughs> which, uh, well
0: I, I mean which is my other issue with astrology is that if the first sign doesn't match we got some backup signs to explain it
1: but but so and the astrology argument there is that it's not just you know, random, like, oh, okay, you've got both these signs. There's actually a specific way that those signs express. So it's not just that you are sometimes introverted and sometimes extroverted. It's that um, the way you're like your' so your sun sign is Aquarius. So the sun represents what you need to feel successful the moon represents your comfort zone. So it's not just going to be, uh, willy nilly, I guess. And, and that's just like a general, that's just the top layer. There's like so much, I mean, I didn't even mention like what houses they're in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I do feel a lot of pressure on my shoulders to be able to defend astrology and, you know, be the one um, undergoing this experiment and speaking for astrology. It does feel like a little bit of pressure at times, but I'm going to do my best.
0: And we'll get some help from listeners along the way and people chiming in, I think, and also I'm not going to be too hard on astrology. I genuinely want to set up an experiment and just see i'm not here to disprove astrology i am because that wouldn't be scientific either if i was trying to like game the system and trick sarah i want a random sampling now when we say random charts i should say that there are some elements that are not random because charts have to be in the same realm um because of Pluto, for example, gives it away. Gives somebody's age away. I learned, and so I am going to be choosing charts that are close-ish to the birthday of our guest to be the random chart. Um, so for those of you listening, yes, that's it's not a complete random sample size because if you generate a random birthday, chances are Sarah's going to look at it and see our guest and say, "Well, that's not a seventy-six-year-old." So,
1: yeah, the, the this other chart
0: is. those
1: outer planets are a dead giveaway like pluto you know because it's a pluto is a generational planet in that it stays in a sign for about you know a decade so um you know since we've been alive it's only been in like four or five signs so um if i saw like a pluto in Uh, like Gemini, I'd be like, what? Okay, it's not this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we sort of talk about why we're doing this podcast is you would like to prove that astrology is real. You are convinced that astrology is real. And I say the jury is out, but I'm leaning towards nope.
1: Okay, yeah. I. Yeah, I really want to prove astrology is real to you specifically (laughs) like (laughs) i honestly don't care if other people listening to this like i'm not trying to convince them i'm just trying to convince you like and it's and just to be clear like i i don't know what like i feel like on a mission because it is something that you do entertain and we have talked about at length and you're so open, you almost seem like you want it to be real. And you, you are someone who has explored meditation and you do seem interested in hearing about these spiritual things because your moon is in the 12th house, (laughs) but, um, and, uh, and your North node. So I, I feel like it is I feel like your life is headed in this direction and that's why I feel like you specifically I would like to show you like so let me ask you if first like first question is like what would it take for you to start what would it take to move the needle for you to start believing it's real and if if you did start to believe it's real, what would that mean to you? Like, how would that change your view of life and everything?
0: Well, we've in our long discussions, we've talked about how you look at an astrology chart after you meet somebody and you say, Oh, I just met Scott or whatever. I looked at his chart. Oh my God. It fits him to a T like that is so Scott, this chart is him. And we've sort of, jokingly called it a fingerprint of like this matches this person i mean granted a few other people will have the exact same chart that were born at the same time in the same general area but for the most part this is a very specific thing that identifies someone so when you, with that kind of details that you can get from a chart i was expecting well if we just introduced two charts one of them is the person that you're talking to and one of them is not that you would be able to see oh well this one is this person obviously now factoring in some unforeseen circumstances that you can't get hundred percent of their personality or whatever it doesn't have to be a hundred percent but it definitely has to be over eighty percent for me to think like okay like This is not the 50-50 odds that I would expect from two charts every episode. Um, I would expect that you're going to get one right and one wrong in a pretty equal way. And if we get through like 20 episodes and you have more than 80% right, then I would, yeah, I would be very intrigued. What would that mean? Well, it would be like the... Sheet codes for the universe or something <laughs> opened up and i would um find out a way to profit from it i guess would probably be my, my so you would
1: instinct. become an astrologer or what
0: <laughs> well i was thinking of if you can predict the future i would be uh trying to find ways to profit in that sense i guess uh my side gig could be an astrologer sure okay
1: but don't you remember what happened to marty McFly went in Back to the Future Part 2 when he tried to do that.
0: I thought Biff was doing it and he was very successful and wealthy.
1: Oh, right. Maybe that's who it was.
0: Biff had the sports. Marty was
1: tempted, though, I thought.
0: Yeah. Marty, see, I would have been like Marty. I would have done it for good, though. I would have donated half of my profits. To the charity that was going to be successful, and I would know which charities those were because I used the power of astrology to forecast them.
1: <laughs> I, you know, actually, just a funny side note: the Super Bowl uh, was recently, and I did pull as best I could the charts for both teams. I used the date that I they were founded based on the what Google said, and because. The Kansas City Chiefs were having their Jupiter return. I kind of leaned that they would lean towards them to be the winner. I did not bet on it. I just did it from my own, you know, personal curiosity. <laughs> but I do think that these, I my view is astrology and things of this nature, like being a psychic. I'm not a psychic, but, you know, I feel like these are gifts that. Are supposed to be honored to help people and they're if you start trying to use them for personal gain i feel like the laws of the universe are going to uh spank you in some sort of way <laughs> because i don't think it's supposed to be used that way just that's my ethical
0: approach to it mm. then why are they there Okay, to, let's talk I mean, if you want to get very philosophical. Yeah. Why would the cheat codes be available to us?
1: I I think it's it's here for us to become more self-aware and to tr- truly um see ourselves more clearly and help us um, yeah, I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of like thinking it through as I let's forget. But I, I yeah, I feel like um, these are self knowledge, self discovery tools. And the more that you, just like going to therapy, I'm not, I'm not really saying it's a replacement for therapy, but it can be very helpful in the same way therapy is helpful. It gives you do insight on yourself and your life, and it helps you deal with challenges it also helps you take the world less personally if you you know it's really helped help me switch out of a victim mentality if something bad happens to me i'm more searching for how is this experience what is this experience teaching me and showing me and how can i um, where's the seed of opportunity here Instead of thinking, oh, the universe is, the world is against me, my life sucks, you know, it's, it's not a good place to be in that kind of mindset. And I've been in both. (laughs) And um, yeah, I I just feel like astrology and a lot of things like this have really given me so much more perspective on myself and not just myself. But like the people around me, it helps me to judge people less and judge myself less because I see, oh, like this is. I I, I like how you were saying cheat codes because I often think of astrology, um, or I often I think life I kind of think life is kind of like a Sims game, <laughs> like we have these characters that we're playing out in this life, and before we came into this life we designed what our life was going to be like and what we were going to want to learn and experience and what we were going to look like and what our attributes were going to be and our challenges and our strengths and um it's so much like I like I played a sims game for about 20 minutes but it was just too slow on my computer so I couldn't (laughs) keep doing it but it was so fun because you get to like there was so much you could design about your life. And I thought this is so much like actual life. Like I really feel like we are just in a kind of type of virtual reality, just trying to experience, um, you know, go go have like a human experience for our souls for us. So that's that's my that's my woo-woo truth. <laughs>
0: and i i think that's where we agree that it can be very valuable to do some introspection and look at yourself and uh feel comfortable with your place in the world and not judging yourself or others for how they're acting because everybody has their separate story everybody has a separate background that led them to here in general i like to think everybody's trying their best sometimes that's hard but But having that attitude, like you said, that, you know, well, they're an Aquarius with a Leo, this and this house has this going on. And if that explains why it's okay that they're like that, or that you're able to be a little bit more empathetic or compassionate, then that's great. And so my thing is that astrology isn't bad per se. It's bad if people take it too seriously, I think. If people start making huge life decisions based on, an astrologer I think an astrologer can like lead you to think about things in a new way. Yeah. And I think that's very healthy. Same with card reading, I think yeah. that it can point you in directions that maybe you weren't looking and that's very beneficial, but I would not just say because the sun was over here on this day at this time, I need to marry this person. Yeah. Or quit and- this job or whatever.
1: I mean, I think you touched on something really important is I do see in a lot of people getting um, so caught up in um, divination, like prediction, like um, tarot reading or being addicted to psychics. I feel like at one time I might've been addicted to going to psychics, Um, just so, I think getting got so caught up in what's gonna happen Whereas I think the secret to a good life is being in the now and and not being caught up in what's going to happen. Um. So I I I like to take, um, you know, what I'm using astrology to look into the future. I like to take it with a grain of salt. I don't like to get too. You know, I I've had two experiences in the last year where. I thought somebody that I loved was going to die based on some transits that were happening in astrology. And it was very scary. The first time it happened to me, I was like a horrible mess. Um, And what ended up happening is those people did not die. But at the, the exact timing of those transits, both of those people got sick with COVID. And so I do think that you know you have to be careful not to because it, yeah, if you get too um caught up in trying to live your life by what's gonna happen and what's happening in the future and all that, it's just gonna make you neurotic and, I think, take away from the you know quality of your life. so i this is why I, I just we'll mention again, or um, well, for the first time, if this is the first episode you're listening to, is human design um, is another um, self-knowledge system similar to astrology. In fact, it incorporates astrology and a couple other things like the I Ching and the chakra system. And the reason I love human design so much is it actually gives you instructions for how to live. It, it doesn't predict necessarily like what's coming, but it give it's like giving your character, your sim, uh an instruction manual for how to operate at the highest efficiency. And so when I'm you know giving looking at someone's astrology chart, I always pull up their human design and, and I defer to that for real advice because it actually gives you practical practical um you know things that you can do to better your life how you can make good decisions for yourself instead of like you know so that like when things because challenges are always going to arise this can show you how to deal with those challenges so that's why to me human design is um my go-to wisdom for um but i'm also just obsessed with astrology it's so fun i love looking at an astrology chart and trying to decode it and trying to understand and get insight on a person you know especially if i'm it's a client i'm trying to help
0: well, we may incorporate human design in some episodes. Um, we haven't decided yet to how to fit that into the testing. Um, but you're not being told the guests. Well, you've been told the first guest, I believe. But we, I'm specifically going to withhold the birth dates from you, the mm-hmm. guess, so that you don't go looking up their human design. So maybe later we can use that to test it as well.
1: Oh, yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Um, well, uh, I'm, listen, I'm so excited to do this podcast. I think it's a great experiment. Um, I, I feel like there have been some studies done here and there of trying to test whether astrology is real, but nothing really to the satisfaction of the scientific community. (laughs) Um, I don't, I'm not saying that this will necessarily be that, but I think it's good. You know, I, I'm a skeptic as well in, in my own way. Like I, I don't ever, um, I don't ever accept a system, you know, just right off the bat. I have to test it and test it. And when it keeps, for me, astrology has proved itself to me so, um, just, it's it's yeah it's proved itself to me so I just feel so uh, excited about it.
0: Well that not to burst that bubble but we went through the prediction if I was wrong and astrology is actually true um, what if the opposite happens how how do you feel about that outcome what will happen?
1: So <laughs> so what will happen is if I am like, 50% accurate or lower <laughs> if it, somehow it, you're
0: lower than that means there is a problem on my yeah end.
1: so if that turns out to be the case you know I'm not going to my belief in astrology is not going to waver because of what I've already seen I'm more going to judge myself and my ability <laughs> to do this um
0: this is what i was afraid of i
1: know i know but that's true you know it's like i nothing can change my mind at this point after all the evidence i've seen in favor of astrology so well
0: here's my issue though is like if astrology is true but astrologers can't use it to pick the right chart then how true is astrology i don't know like what is it telling you if nobody can read it then what is it how is it meaningful
1: well what i would say then if if i really do that poorly i would say let's have another astrologer come on (laughs) and try and you know we've talked about maybe having the audience weigh in and you know Mm -hmm. play along and see what they uh you know especially if we have astrologers in the audience and um see what they think but I, you know, as much as you would like for this just to be a straightforward test of astrology, it really is and has to be a test of my ability as an astrologer because it's it's an interpretation and I'm the one interpreting it. So um, I feel pretty confident, um, but, uh, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to go into this overconfident. <laughs> I'm trying right. to be. Reasonably I mean,
0: confident. I guess in that sense it sounds much less like a science and more like an interpretation like in an artistic way. Mm-hmm. And like that well, Sarah's reading of all of the learning of astrology is different than another person's reading of it. And, yeah. well, and just, it's but it's like there's still one correct answer. There's like this person was born on this day or was born on this other day. Mm -hmm. And that's where, like, how much training does it take for someone? And that's a good question. Maybe an astrologer's can weigh in, in the audience, how much training is required to be able to feasibly pull off the test that we're doing here? Like, do you need an astrology teacher? Do you need, like, someone who's spent 20 years doing it? I mean, I've listened to you talk about astrology, Sarah, and you are very knowledgeable. (laughs) And so, when you say that, "Well, if I get it wrong, it's me, I don't know uh, you know so much about this planet being here and that and 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 well, that's why i don't want I don't want <laughs> this test, if it turns out the way I think it is, to make you feel less confident in your abilities as an astrologer, because I believe that what you are doing is taking astrology, which has limitations and using it to help people be more introspective and see some of their passions and that kind of thing. And you're very good at it. And I don't want this to result with you doubting that.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And it, it would probably just end more field of fire because, um, you know, we have recorded a couple episodes so far. And when I got one, the first one wrong, I, um, I don't know if we should reveal that but sorry I just did. <laughs> I it made me just Spoil- want
0: spoiler alert for yeah, next week's it episode. um
1: it made me want to improve and like figure out a new strategy or refine my strategy. And I realized You know, one important thing that I realized after our first episode is I can't expect people to already come to this being self-aware. I'm gonna have to tailor my questions in a way where they reveal truths about themselves that even if, you know, in a way where they, they may not necessarily have insight on what they're saying, but it will somehow reveal you know, match up with the energy that I'm seeing in the chart. But astrology, um, you know, some people are self-study, some people take formal classes. i have I've taken classes for the last two years, and I feel like I'm an intermediate. Um, there, astrology. There is so much you can learn. It's almost, in a way, um, like becoming a doctor. I'm not saying it's like being a doctor but just in the amount of information that you can learn it's so overwhelming kind of like the field of medicine that a lot of astrologers just try to narrow focus and pick one lane you know one discipline to study and go into but um astrologers who you know my teachers basically they've been doing this for like 5 to 10 years or more and i I feel like every few months I see myself improve. Um, so as the years go on, I think I, I would just get more and more confident and better, but yeah, I, I, um, I'm i definitely going to be disappointed if I don't do well in this experiment, but um, I won't, I will, I can't help but hold myself accountable and, you know, not astrology.
0: Is there any scenario where you would hold astrology accountable as being tested?
1: I mean, like if you, if we had like 10 different astrologers come on and try this experiment and they fail too, um, then I would, you know it might make me start to question but i i don't know it's just it's we're going up against so much evidence that it has already blown my mind <laughs> well <laughs> like,
0: i well here's let me do one question and i know we're i don't know how long we wanted to do this so we are approaching wrapping up but okay um going into this did it sound like it would be easier to you to say here's a chart that belongs to the person in front of me. And here's a chart that has nothing to do with this person. Um, you know, are you, are you surprised that it's not a little more clear cut? Because I feel like going into this, it seemed like, you know, even if it is you studying to be a doctor, and of course I can understand, like knowing all these houses and knowing different planets and different arrangements, but in this case, it's almost like, an intro level into the medicine you know to me i'm just saying like if you took it's not like i'm saying here's a person with the same sun and moon sign see if you can tell the difference be- because of where saturn is placed or something like that i want this to be a a basal, baseline well because to me scientifically it should you should have the same chance regardless it should always be a 50 50 between two charts
1: yeah, and I actually I really appreciate that um, when, and I have to remind myself that this is this isn't necessarily, you know, as far as you're concerned, people can have two different sun signs, and you know it it doesn't matter to you, you. So I think yeah I think is if the charts are different enough from each other. I, I don't feel very, I, I feel very confident that it, it is going to be easy, you know, um, I, but it, it may require, I think it's going to require just asking the right questions to get to the truth of the matter and get a really good picture of who this person is and what their life looks like.
0: All right, and, uh, and you're, you're confident.
1: I, I am, but you know, we're, we, so far we've actually only recorded two episodes, so, <laughs> um, uh, but you know what, here's the important thing, Scott, is I'm having so much fun doing it. Well, good, and, me too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what's important. It, I'm having, even when I got it wrong. I, like, it was so fun and I, um, I look forward to every episode that we get to do.
0: Yes, and we will have skeptics and astrologers in the audience, and we show respect for them both. We welcome everyone with open ears to listen <laughs> yeah. to us on a weekly or semi weekly basis. And maybe if you would like to be on the show and know your birth time, your birth date, and the location of your birth, and you email that information to astrodetectives at gmail.com. We might be able to bring you on.
1: That'd be great. We need people. The problem is Scott and I have a lot of mutual friends. So and if the I have problem a friend, isn't
0: that we have so many friends, <laughs> it's that Sarah looked all of them up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Rest assured if you're my friend or we dated, <laughs> um, I've looked at your chart. <laughs> because i seek to understand people it's my passion
0: yeah well it's both of our passions and i think that's why this is going to be such a fun show to do so listen up everybody hit that subscribe button and we'll see you next week